Hello and welcome to the Captain's Log number 250. We yes. hope you enjoy this one because each week here on the Captain's Log, we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson as always. Melissa, how are you? I'm good. Happy big quarter to everybody. Yeah, 250. Exciting, right? Big quarter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and that voice is of Jack. Jack, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me back so quickly as well. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing all right. Ready for good. fall. Good stuff. Yes. Yes. How are you both doing? <laughs> doing good. I am doing well. We had National Cinema uh, Day this weekend. Yes. Melissa, I know you took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. I did not, but I went on Saturday. Uh, I went to go see Gran Turismo, uh, mm-hmm. which, m- Melissa, you also did the 4DX experience yes. of Gran Turismo. What did you think? Because I was very surprised by that one. I- <laughs> To talk about the 40X experience, I think they've only been doing 40X at this theater for like six weeks or something. National Cinema Day packed. It was very busy. I don't think my theater was calibrated correctly because it would just start vibrating us in the middle of a dialogue scene. (laughs) Sometimes it would sync up perfectly. Oh, no. I think we all had a good laugh over just random jostling around. (laughs) I still recommend it. I recommend 40X if you can get your hands on it. Interesting, because that would have been a perfect one to go to for the 40X experience. Because, I mean, it still they're enhanced sitting in a it seat. When it was You're working. sitting in a yeah. seat. Everyone's sitting in a seat, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I went to go see it on Saturday. A huge surprise. I was not expecting much uh, and actually had a blast. I thought it was really Me good. Too. Yes, there, there, there was one. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, there was one review, like an early review that I read like a month ago that was like the movie is actually pretty decent when it's not trying to sell you the video game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. Like the, the, the dumbest, cheesiest parts is when like the PlayStation sound like comes on or it's like points for like this thing. And yeah. something pops up on screen. You're just like, all right, I get it. It's a video game. Uh, but based on a true story and, and stuff like that. So good stuff. Fun stuff. It, I think it's the only time I've ever been in a theater watching a movie based on a true event. And it's got the cards at the end saying, this is what this person went on to do. Here's a fact about them. I think it's the yeah. only time I've ever clapped for one of those. We all clapped, which That's is just cool. about the fact that the real guy this is based on did his own stunt driving for the movie, which you yes. can imagine. That's not a spoiler. You oh, can draw nice. the line between A to B and you know, project that that happened. But when you're in the moment, when you're in the vibrating seat, you're not thinking about it. So, and you're you're so right. high on the experience. So that when mm-hmm. that card comes up at the end, we all clap. We all cheer. We were in it. Me and those folks in the theater. Good. Good. Now, I have to ask you this, too. Remember when I first started watching Netflix's Drive to Survive? 
like last yes! year, like end of last year. I, and I had, I know what you're talking about. And I yep. remembered, I'm like, I, this makes sense to me. Cause Kyle told me about it. So Jack, I'll do the quick version mm-hmm. of, of this, uh, Red Bull racing in formula one right now. They, they are constantly winning nonstop. Uh, the g- guy that is the team manager really? is married to to uh, 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 someone and she came on screen and the camera kind of lingered on her like I was supposed to know who she was and I didn't ah. know who it was. And and we had to look it up afterwards because my my partner was like, she looks familiar. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm supposed to know who that is. We looked it up. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh God which spice is it? It's ginger. Uh, it's, it's ginger, ginger spice. Sp- Jerry spice. Hallowell. Oh <laughs> yeah. And and we were just like, wow. oh, holy moly! He's he married one of the Spice Girls. Like, why why does this show like not mention that or like not focus on wh- why is he not Mister Spice and instead is <laughs> Christian Horner, <laughs> right? Right. Um, Kristen, Mr. Ginger Horner. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, But but then she ends up playing the mom in Grand Turismo. So she was on screen. I was like, I know her. Yep, it makes sense Mm -hmm. that she's in this. (laughs) Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Full circle. Absolutely. Jack, Uh, what movies have you been watching lately? Oh, goodness. So with another friend group, we somehow made the decision to watch every Adam Sandler movie. Right. And we spin the wheel of death every time that we hang out. So this weekend, we did The Longest Yard in parentheses 2005. Mm. Interesting. Okay. that one's. I, I remember that one being tolerable. For yeah, the t- it, time, it was... at least. Right? <laughs> It was perfectly fine. Like it felt the least like an Adam Sandler movie and more like Mm -hmm. a movie that just happened to star Adam Sandler out of Mm. all of the comedies of his I've seen so far. But yeah, I've just been watching that and trying to work my way through Sofia Coppola's filmography. Uh So I watched On the Rocks the other night, which was okay. Interesting. Right. Don't know that Don't really one. Have to get to that. <laughs> yeah, if you have Apple TV, it's free on there. Oh, cool. I do have that. Now you are also sipping on something. I saw you. It looked like a. It it, it looked like the the can design was like a wood grain thing, but I guess that's just like the the koozie you got on it. Yeah, it's a high noon tequila seltzer, which I would highly recommend, even if you're not a tequila or not, if you're a tequila person, but not a seltzer person, would highly recommend. But yeah, this is a new koozie I got. This is Scary Movies and Chill. Absolutely. Perfect timing. I don't have anything tequila related, but I have my soda, my soda of the week. I've been having these like craft sodas on the podcast. Um, This is the last one of the bunch that I got like two months ago. Uh, This is a red ribbon bitter lemon. Uh, It's in a clear (laughs) 
bottle, light blue, almost teal-ish label with lemon, not lemon, with yellow, with yellow text. This is another one of those those pinpoint carbonation ones that's supposed to like be like the carbonation supposed to last longer. I think I had at least one red ribbon something last time mm-hmm. I did this. I don't we remember about what it, it was, though. But uh, pick this We're up. We're going to have to build yeah. a whole catalog of our assorted beverages. Yeah. I, I picked this one up because it wasn't like a lemon lime, but bitter. I don't I don't know what that means. And I'm kind of scared. Is this supposed to be sour? Like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I don't know. This uh, sounds so, like it's supposed to be a mixer and not a soda you just glug yes. straight from the bottle. So good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, good luck to me. I'll try this one and I'll be sipping on this while we uh, continue the rest of the podcast here. Mm. I will say I really like that label. Like it's very aesthetically oh. appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah oh, no, no, I do sour. not like this. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, oh, it's, no. it's not even sour. It is... It really is bitter. Like it tastes bad. Like the like the what? lemon is rotten. It it, it has go, gone bad. Put gin or something in it, and then see if that's the magic key. I, I swear I, that's what that is for. I, yeah, I I, sh- I should probably go like get some tequila or something like that and mix it in mm-hmm. with that. Uh, I might do that on the break here. But yeah, that that was. Not pleasant. <laughs> Kyle, how Good many stuff. hard liquors do you store in your house at any given time? Um, right now we have five bottles. It's only whiskey That's or good. tequila. Uh, we are trying okay. to build up a small little cabinet of stuff. I'm the whiskey fan. My partner likes tequila. I like it too. Um. But I just we haven't really branched out all that much. We tried to do like mm-hmm. a, a pineapple vodka at one point uh, and was not Ooh. great by itself, but was a very good mixer. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's what I got. One I got. of those right here, a high yeah. noon Ooh. vodka pineapple seltzer. Oh, nice. <laughs> um cool well yeah so episode 250 of the podcast melissa do you want to explain what we're up to because i think i mean we've done these fantasy drafts before but i think the idea of what we are drafting was also your idea it might have been you and i both agreed on it at some point this one for a long time yeah yeah not that there's much to plan. We just said the idea and we're like, we ought to do that. And we're like, that's episode 250. Sure. What else would we do? <laughs> we are doing a draft of TV show openers. This are, it's not exclusively opening theme songs for my list. At least I really took the visuals into account. You didn't sure. just need a banger song to get on the list. I'm like, what does it look like? It can't just be clips from the show you really gotta dazzle me here indeed indeed um so yeah i think uh what we did last time is we each kind of drafted a team of five of them i think that works that still is 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 good for us to do yeah same structure um 
yeah, I think also Jack, I believe you started it last time. Is that correct? Do you, do you remember? Yes. Okay. Yes, that so, is correct. I will offer these these starting position to Melissa this time, unless oh. you want to flip a coin uh, and see who, who who goes first between you mm. and me. But I will offer it to you if you want to take it. Ooh. I was planning my list as if you guys had both already gone. Ah. I was like, I think there's a couple big contenders in this list that mm. I imagine each of you would grab for one of those respective big contenders. So I'm like, what do I think I could get third? But I'll take I'll take first. Okay. If, if you're willing to offer it to me yeah, in a absolutely. show of good sportsmanship. Mm. Sure. Yeah, we're going to go. Sure, sure. Uh, well, who gets second then? What's our, what's our drafting order? Do you want to pick or Jack, do you want to flip a coin and then see uh, between Yeo and me who goes next? Ooh, I kind of like the idea of, hmm. Trying to remember what we did last time. Were you the hot corner last time, Kyle? I think I was. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Should we switch it all up then and do Melissa, Kyle, then me? Sure. That's fine with Kyle me. in the middle. Easy peasy. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. All right. Cool. We, we won't have to compete at all. We've reached an agreement. Indeed. And we'll uh, do this Serpent's Team style. Yes, that is a, a good detail to add to that. I don't think there's really any other kind of rules or regulations we need to mention or anything no? like that. Uh, so I'm going to send us over to housekeeping uh, to do that stuff. And I'm going to go grab uh, some tequila or something and uh, bring that back uh, as well here. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. I do have my tequila. I'll get to that in a sec here. Uh, but big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, we you. love you a lot. We thank you. Uh, it means a ton. Over on the Pilots Club Melissa, yeah, 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 and I just got to record uh, the Pilots Club for the month of September, uh, which is on the show Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers mm -hmm. da, 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 mm -hmm. Dynasty. 
Uh, and that one was not what I expected at all, but it was awesome. It was a, a pleasant, yes. good f- first episode. Uh, some really funny moments I did not expect and some good heartfelt drama in there, too. So go go check out the Pilots Club. Really experiments with the format. Yes, absolutely. Uh, right here on the Captain's Log uh, this past week, we got to catch up with our thoughts on Blue Beetle. Melissa, you went to go see the last voyage of the Demeter all by yourself <laughs> utterly alone only soul no one. in the theater yeah uh wow. all sorts of, of of stuff like that i completed the brave boy challenge that you gave me a couple weeks ago good uh all sorts of shenanigans uh so go check that out over on the review show we started our next end of the month special which will take us through the end of the year here, we are starting to read some of Mike Mignola's Hellboy comics. We read the first three volumes and talked about those. And we'll continue to talk about uh, the next handful of volumes of those at the end of each month through the end of the year. So go check all of that stuff out. Uh, and that's kind of about it for right now. Um, all of our stuff. We don't have much new in terms of the reactor core. There's some older stuff on mm-hmm on there and there's things coming down the road but uh yeah not much going on with the reactor core right now so Mm -hmm. there you go that is housekeeping for you right now so yeah i have uh some tequila uh 1800 is what we got here so i'm gonna see if i can uh mix this and i'm gonna toss it to you melissa to (laughs) take away the draft right yeah too bad i don't have i don't can't do any like tricks and (laughs) spinning and tossing the bottle up and who knows you don't even have a little umbrella come on no i don't i don't which marvel glass are you using oh spider-man uh, Yay! The boy doesn't strike me as a tequila boy. Da, 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 da. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man feels like local craft beers only. Right, yeah. Who knows? Not Who even knows? for all of New York, just just his borough. Okay, let's see mm-hmm. if that's kind of enough here. Maybe he'd drink one Mike's hard lemonade. If Aunt May would allow him to do so. You're right. This is better. It's still not okay, great, good. but tolerable. Tolerable. So, better is right. good. Um, I'll, I'll stick with that. <laughs> with this auspicious beginning, let the draft begin. Draft of best TV openings. I, me and the show are soul bonded. It's one of my all-time faves forever, and it is a core memory for all 90s kids in its sound and in its visuals. It set the vibe for a show that people still love and return to today. It's an opening credits that has its own iconic catchphrase, separate of the entire opening credits on its own. I take the X-Files. There you go. Yeah. I had a feeling. (laughs) <laughs> there's a couple things that i feel like she could have picked first yes um that i, I, I'm, yeah, I'm I sure had options come like up you, down the road 
you got to go with your heart. It's X-Files. There's something so evocative about that opening. And when I was a little kid, I didn't understand. Because every like little kid's opening credits is clips of the show. There are episodes that you can watch. I didn't realize that everything in X-Files was just for the opening credits. Like I would ask my dad, what's the episode where like the guy falls into the hand? I haven't seen that one in reruns. What's that one about? And he's like, that isn't one. Like they're just pictures. They're just there to be spooky. That this imagery lodges itself in your brain. I was reading about the opening theme song and how it was designed to be like something like a campfire song, like boy scouts Mm. out in the woods would whistle the X-Files theme to each other. It's designed to be that intensely eerie. That telling makes ghost sense. stories around the fire. Mm-hmm. Something snapped in the woods and you're like, oh, it's the Mothman. <laughs> yeah, good, good choice. Good, good start. To Very the draft. good. I'm writing all these down. FYI, I've taken the secretarial duties. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, I guess that brings us to me for my first pick. Um. Yeah, there's man, I I started working on my list here. There were ones that I wrote down immediately. There were ones I had to think about a little bit. And then there were ones I forgot. And when I finally remembered them was like, how did I forget this? Incredible. What a great Mm -hmm. opening credits thing there. Um, But man, I, I think I have to go with what I think of when I think of iconic opening credits. Uh, And it has to be Cowboy Bebop. Um, uh-huh. Ooh, very happy that is getting out here in the first yes. round mm-hmm. like when 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 you p- p- pitch this as an idea of like what has the best opening credits yes. of a a television show my mind always goes to this like this is mm-hmm. number one um just the the art is fantastic the music by the seat belts is incredible um yeah Good stuff. Tank. Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. If an alien good? came to Earth and was like, I need to understand what this Earth concept of cool is. And I only have 90 seconds for if I have to get in my spaceship and fly away. The one piece of Earth media you show them is the opening to Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So glad I got to pick that one first. Very good choice. Very on brand. Jack. Oh, yeah. To you for the hot corner. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So when picking themes for me, I wanted to pick something that I would never, if I had the option, click skip intro on. Mm -hmm. To me, it has to be something that I want to watch, even if I am given the choice to skip it and it is the perfect gateway to putting you into this world of the show. Great for world building. And I think that there is no other opening credit sequence that is a better gateway to the show than The Sopranos. Oh! That is a good one, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's just yeah. him, like, driving home from work, right? That's it. And then he gets yeah. out, and he's home. Show starts. Here we go. 
<laughs> yeah, and I, you get I've the really nice. I've never seen The Sopranos. <laughs> I was just saying, I've never seen The Sopranos. I saw this on so many lists, though, when I was looking up best oh, yeah. TV opening credits. So I think you've got a great pick here. Yeah, it was a show that I I haven't seen all of it myself as an adult, but it was a show that my parents watched as a youth slash preteen. And even though I couldn't really be in the room a lot of the time when they were watching it, I could always stay for the credits. And I really liked the credits even <laughs> as a kid. It, it has just such a catchy song, and I love the shots of New York and suburban mm. New Jersey, I'm guessing, but yeah. yeah, the shot of Pizza Land was always my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yep, indeed. Yeah, like it's it's a good way to do the like, let's get some B-roll of the city and get like the atmosphere mm-hmm. and the vibe of where the show takes place, uh, but also to kind of signal that like, hey, despite him kind of being a mafia boss he's just a working man right he's on his way home from from work and that's it (laughs) so yeah good good choice good choice thanks and then to follow that up my second choice another one that has been ingrained in my mind since childhood is roseanne oh Okay. Which was a show that I really liked as a kid. I still like it as an adult. You know, Roseanne herself may have some mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to get into that. But, <laughs> um, I, I've i always really liked that opening credit sequence, and I like how it changed every couple of seasons. And so you'd always see the family doing something different, whether they were eating pizza or here comes pizza again. I don't know if pizza is going to be in every choice I make, but you know, they're eating pizza. They're yeah, eating understandable. Uh, Chinese food. They're playing poker. They're always playing something around the table. And uh, yeah, I, I think that it really sets the tone of the show very well. Okay. Okay. Nice. Good. I didn't think of that one. That's a good choice. I didn't watch a lot of that show growing up, but that, that opening credit did predict, project warmth in, yes. in a way that I enjoyed. Very warm. Mm. Good way of putting it. Good stuff. Um, okay, so I guess that goes back to me now for my second yes. pick. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So I, I did try to kind of come up with different themes of like, I, mm-hmm. I want ones that are just, they're good bops, right? You, you hear it and you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a, this is a bop, right? Then I want, I wanted ones that were also like, these are just iconic. Like even if this, the song is not like super duper catchy, it's so iconic that like it, right? It, it is just, it, it's so well known. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to ones that had good animation, I also have mm. uh, a a segment here for hidden gems, ones that uh-huh. uh, like might not be super popular shows, mm-hmm. but like their credits, you need to go watch this because yeah. they're incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one was for tone. What ones just nail it for tone? Uh, and I only have a, a small number in that section, uh, but for my second pick, I'm gonna have to go with dark 
the opening credits Absolutely. for Dark. Because ah. <laughs> they just... An obvious choice for Kyle. It's a haunting... It is, as the name implies, dark, but they do this, mm. like, kaleidoscopic, uh, like, thing with the opening credits, which... Obviously, a kaleidoscope like mirrors stuff on all sorts of different angles. And that's kind of what's happening in the show, too, with the time travel and the past and the present and all of this stuff. Yeah, it's just uh, it's an an interesting opening credits. And it's 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 still somehow catchy, Uh, like with it also (laughs) being like very yes. somber and serious and haunting it's also yeah. catchy right mm-hmm. so the the song itself is great there's a nice episode i think there's a song exploder podcast about that song it's mm. a really nice look into how it was made and the opening credits of dark are my single favorite thing about dark yeah. i love those opening credits miles more than i love anything else in dark and it's the, just the mystery of how the one character lost his eye. <laughs> I do love him. <laughs> the opening credits are just such a concentrated hit of just pure mood and tone and eeriness and aesthetic. Yeah, I, yeah abs- absolutely. Man, truly iconic. Very happy that got to go early here. Oh, man, there's... There's a big one I'm surprised neither of you have taken yet. And I designed there's some, there's my list. so many options. <laughs> I designed there my really list are. as if one of you would have taken it already. So I'm going to leave it for another round. Huh, okay. uh, I want to take another set of opening credits similar to those in Dark, where I feel like this sets the tone for the entire show. For me, this is also such a huge part of why I like the show. And if you took these credits out, I really don't think I would feel the same way about it at all. I think the credits deliver okay. that much on selling you on the terror of the thing. And that's the opening credits to Yellow Jackets. Yeah, that's oh. a good one. I, I had that on my my list for like good tone pieces. Mm-hmm. I, I watch those things every time like it's a magic trick. It's such a... A performance of the everything's in there. You've got the horror of the woods. You've got the 90s. We're just teens messing around, pushing. Yes, very grungy, very eerie. Uh, The way it distort puts like the VHS distortion on all of the images. You've got like that shot of Misty where she's smiling and then she's like leering at you. You've Jackie and then like the tracking line crosses her face and then she's like the man with no eyes. Like there's Mm. all of the obvious horror imagery in it. But it's that song. The way that song just wails. No return, no return, no return. That's perfect. If those lines were removed from the song, Yellow Jackets becomes like 20% less effective to me. Those lines do so much heavy lifting for my experience with this show, selling you on. They went into this place and they got fucked up and they're never going to be the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they like they've they've trained the 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 viewers 
to an extent to watch it not just because it's neat stylistically or it has a good song mm. there's easter eggs like in in, yeah. in the opening credits and like things that people didn't figure out until like the end of season one like yeah. this thing was in there the whole time oh my god <laughs> and so now yeah they've done like different versions of the credits in season two they experimented with like different versions of that song um and and stuff like that so that's always neat i like when opening credits do stuff like that it's like oh here's an alternate version of the credits interesting that's fun good stuff good stuff oh, indeed can i get another one dang i i want to take this next one i'm sticking in a horror vein i think if a TV show opening can really sell you on horror effectively, I could have done a whole horror list. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best genres to deliver in like a minute or a minute and a half, a little short story. If you have an opening credits, that's like a whole short story of terror and spine chills. Wonderful. But this one, this one is best in class for minimalism. There's not even imagery in it. It's a hundred percent vibes, and that's the opening to Stranger Things. Something that's oh, that so was on simple. my list. It's so simple, but I still never skip it. It's another thing no. I just stare at. Every little like neon buzz and synth hit, and the way just the serifs glide together. Yeah. It's so elegant. Yes, it's very very good. Mm. Yeah. There's there's also like a whole. So, like that was even something that I was thinking about too. Like, what are like the minimalist? Like, it's not a song. There's really yes. not much imagery to it. There's just like a hit or a tone where it just mm -hmm. bam. Here's the opening credits. Uh, yeah, and you could make a whole list with just stuff that fits that. Mm. Um, you could. For sure, oh, that's, that's a such good a good pick. pick. Okay, do I start to like spread out? Do I get one? Do, do, do I try to get one from each of my themes here? Maybe that's what I should do. Interesting. Okay. Um, but then there's 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 so many good bops that are just like if I pick one and I need to move on, it means I didn't do that. This other one. Uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to go with one of my bops, one that I forgot, and then I got mad at oh. myself when I remembered it and was like, how come I didn't think of this? Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> yes! Oh, my gosh. He was also on my long list. This is oh, a great choice. Yes. Perfect. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> Science, Science rules. rules. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That got that so you good. so hyped for science as a little kid when your teacher rolls oh, in still the get VHS hyped. cart. Right? It's, you it's don't that meme. lose that sense. Right, it's that meme of that one little white kid who's who's in, 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 in the back. Like. <laughs> oh, is it Dwayne? The guy that does like the weird... <laughs> I don't even know his name at, okay, at all, but still, move, just like I get so hyped when it's on. I'm just like, yes, yes, Bill, Bill, yes, Bill, yes, Bill. absolutely. <laughs> Bill, I'm, by the I'm happy guy. you were mentioning these. Yes, mm -hmm. 
All right, Jack, back to you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I have a question. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Do opening credits count if they are only included in one episode of the series? I know what you're going to (laughs) do. You have my support. I don't know. I say go for it. I don't know what this is. Okay. (laughs) So I am choosing the opening credits to season two, episode six of Mr. Robot. Yes. Surprisingly, there is also a season two, episode six of another show that I could have picked for this. But Mr. Robot, the fact that it went full sitcom and gave us opening credits that were composed by the people who wrote the credits for opening credits themes for like full house and actual sitcoms and that they filmed it and made it so authentic (laughs) is just amazing. Had to go with that. Shows up. In, oh my god, that's right. <laughs> I this is one I have to pull up and watch right now because I think about this constantly. Just the imagery <laughs> of like Rami Malik splayed out on the ground after he fell out of the window and he just sits up looking stunned. <laughs> this is so funny. And, and Gideon to, looking like, at the paper. She's like crying and smiling at the same yes. time. God, one of the finest micro performances in the entire series is that moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I think that's a good pick, and I like we've kind of (laughs) already mentioned the ones that do like here are the alternative (laughs) credits, right? Like you could also like Mm -hmm. make a whole list of like here's my favorite alternative credits of of these ones. When Fringe does the like 1980s version of the mm-hmm. thing, that that was good, good too. So, and special Fun. guest star man in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that show again. I do Fantastic. too. It's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. All right, so you get uh, pick number four now. All right, so for pick number four, I'm going to go with probably my favorite opening credits in recent years, and that is for Peacemaker. Mm. Yes, finally, it kits off the board. Yep, that was on my list of bops. It is a bop. (sighs) Absolutely. God. Sets the tone of the show so well. And like... When you see it, came it out of nowhere. your jaw just drops. Yes. yes. You have no idea. And then as you catch on to like, oh, it's not just everybody's dancing. Everybody is dancing so straight faced, so blank, so emotionless. Yeah. Like I like you, you, you kind of expect maybe something strange coming from James Gunn or like like strange in a Mm -hmm. silly way but this is so much more of that than you were expecting (laughs) that that is almost the best part of the entire show is the the opening credits period the fact that it was choreographed and shot like this isn't just an interesting collaboration of we took the footage from the show and we edited God. it in this unique way, like with dark or something. No, 
a choreographer was brought in. They made sweet old Robert Patrick dance around. Do you really want to really mm-hmm. taste it? Now, let me ask you this. Whenever season two of Peacemaker comes out, do you think they're keeping the same opening credits or are they going mm. to try and top that? I Well, they're going to have to... Ooh. It's going to have to be new because there's going to be like a new cast. A lot of the right. people in these opening credits have, have died by the end yeah. of the season. Uh, I would like if it was the same style of thing again. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, too. Oh, Jack, and I think I... you're on mute. Mute? Oh, there you're, you're back. Oh, now you're back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, were... I'm really hoping for the same thing, too. Yes, yeah, I I hope they do something that, again, just knocks it out of the park, is just like, what? This is amazing. (laughs) Good good vibes. Or even if they kept the same theme song and did the same dance, but they just took out everyone who had died in season one. (laughs) That might make for an interesting choreography. With different characters, but it's also <laughs> meta in the sense that they start like reckoning, like you were yeah. here, right? Like what's happening uh-huh. here with this? It could be in- interesting, for sure. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Okay. One of my bops taken off the list. It's okay. I already got the Bill Nye the Science Guy. Hmm. Bill Nye the Science Guy ten minute club techno remix. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So I have one. Whoa, 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 one of my bops. I have one of my iconic ones from Cowboy Bebop. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with animation. One of the like animated uh ones that I think are is just uh, like stellar animation. Um. I I only have two written down in this list and i can either be really mean and uh take a certain something that i i i thought was going to be someone's first pick but was not uh or i can pick something else uh which i also really really love here go with Uh, your heart if 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 we are because they're both so good in their own way I'm going to have to go with, I think, the one that is more iconic globally, and that's The Simpsons. The opening Uh, credits of The Simpsons. (laughs) Just incredible. Every time it's something new, just stellar. How how do they keep coming up with something new to do in that? I don't think I've ever had that many ideas in in my life. You've got the chalkboard gag and the couch gag. And then in the HD seasons, as they fly over Springfield, there's also like billboard gags. Like they just make their job harder and keep acing it. What if more jokes? Of course you think about the Simpsons, but I'm like, it's talking about the Simpsons, like talking about, I love air and water. (laughs) One of my best friends is my mom and my favorite food is ice cream. It's just, it's so good. Like, it's hard. Like, in terms of animation, uh, 
of mm-hmm. whether it's like the quality of the animation or just the fact that yeah like they do something new every single time it's just it's hard to top the simpsons for mm-hmm. for the achievement that is yes. the opening credits and it's and it was one of the first opening yeah. credits that's like you have to like record this and pause it because they do that big like fast pan across the city where you can stop and pause and catch all these different characters you yeah. can pause and see exactly how much they scan maggie for at the quickie mart exactly yeah yeah um good stuff good stuff with that so. excellent I had to go thank you for for taking I, it somebody I, gotta... I thought that was gonna be like your first I... <laughs> pick you had you i was like she's gonna pick the simpsons i, I know I didn't it feel like the Simpsons belongs to everyone, to every human being. Like as much as I love it, I'm like, we all love it. Like it doesn't feel as specific and personal to me. So I'm like, that's so that's humanity's TV show is the Simpsons. We are the Simpsons. We are. It is eternal. Oh, okay. Now it is my turn again. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. I'm going to name another one that I I really like. I think either of you are likely to pick it. So let me nab it now while I have the chance. We're (laughs) staying. I have a whole slew of horror ones. I want to take severance. That was on my list for tone pieces too. That one is awesome. It's so eerie it's got that like quiet ponderous piano music i loved that severance mm-hmm. the first season of severance was set during winter like real cruddy like january february weather where like maybe it's not actively snowing but if it does snow the snow never leaves and yep. like everything is gray and slushy for what seems like forever and the music feels like it's claustrophobic that. Yes, yes. The music echoes that feeling. You get the uncanny, almost funny imagery of just like all the tiny little Adam Scots. And one of them's walking around, pulling around a cluster of the rest of them like it's a helium balloon. And there's like all of them just like mob out of the coffee cup. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's eerie. It's weird. It's straight. It's like, it's, it's eerie in the sense that it's, off-putting like there's yeah, something yes. just like but wait, also what? that's the credits also kind Th- of absurd and i yeah. think that's such a correct tonal match for what yeah. severance is as a show it's not just creepy it's creepy in a way that any of these other shows i've named aren't yeah it's it is like a very very dark comedy and i think yes. the opening credits give you both of those vibes yeah absolutely absolutely that's a good good mm-hmm. pick oh man now it's time for my final pick Ooh. here i'm breaking from the chain i am going with something that also feels mysterious and evocative but is not horror related at all friends <laughs> i went to <laughs> the mysterious <laughs> friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking of 90s kids shows, I thought there's a lot of incredible 
songs in there. The whole amblimation circle of uh, Animaniacs and Peaking the Brain and Tiny Mm -hmm. Toons, Freakazoid. Like I could have done a whole list of those. Chimpanzee. Right. There's so many incredible, like funny, catchy opening songs that you still know years later. This is a show I am picking. It, the opening credits are set to like a fun, like indie rock song. It's a good song. I listen to it frequently myself, but I'm not picking it for the song. It's for the visual component. I want to take The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Huh. Okay. Okay. Picture not these what in I your was mind. Expecting. Okay. You're a kid, you turn on Nickelodeon. The opening credits for the show starts and you don't know what it is. It's the adventures of Pete and Pete. There's two boys both named Pete. What's the deal with that first off the bat? You meet Pete. You meet Pete. You meet mom. You meet mom's plate? Why does her mom have a plate in her head? And you meet dad. Ellen. Okay. Ellen seems like a normal girl. Who's Artie? Who's Artie the strongest man in the world? Who's Petunia? Does, whose tattoo is that? She's just like a sexy lady tattoo on an arm wiggling at you. You're like, how does this like 12-year-old boy, the second of two Pete's in a family, have a tattoo? This giant sexy lady tattoo and her name's Petunia and she gets her name stated in the opening credits. Welcome to Pete and Pete. You have a lot to contend with. Like just the mystery of what is this show's deal? How are these characters? The absurdity, right? Just, right. The absurdity of how a seemingly normal list of characters is laid out to you. Like, okay, brother, brother, mom, mom's play, dad, tattoo, strongest man in the world. Interesting. I, nothing is going to get you more interested in. I got to see what this is beyond the opening credits to Pete and Pete. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I thought when you, when you said like kind of sticking with the horror theme, I thought you were gonna go. I'm, I'm with... away from it now, but it's just I... just things that are also like, huh? What does that mean? Yeah, I thought you were gonna go with Hey Arnold, uh, which also because <laughs> that like I I don't know why, but Solid I always opening. got a creepy vibe from Hey Arnold. Yes, it's all at there night, is... right? Yeah. yeah. Something about those Move are just a little head. bit unsettling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Hey Arnold is not my next pick. Uh, but for my last one, I'm going to go with one of the my hidden gems. One that I think uh, is a show that a lot of people didn't really check out. Um, I'm going to go with the opening credits to Pachinko on Apple TV. Oh, ah. These opening credits are incredible. Um, These were another one that I kept seeing on lists and I had no mm. context for. Yeah. Like just it's it starts with this like older uh, like 60s rock song that starts with like this one guy singing and it kind of ramps up in what you think is going to be kind of like a slow like it, it, it's it starts out slower and you think it's just gonna kind of hang with that especially since the show is more of a straight drama uh and mm-hmm. 
the, the song ends up just ramping up in the most like celebratory way. And it's it's lively, it's bright, it's catchy. Uh, and then all of the the actors are in this pachinko parlor just dancing Ooh. and having a good time. And the imagery is just beautiful and colorful. And they're all just so happy and having a blast. And it's just like, this is awesome. This is incredible. Um, and yeah, it, it was a do, 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 do not skip for that entire show. Okay. Good stuff. Man, and I'm watching it now. Fantastic. This It's set to uh, Sha Na 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 Live For Today. Yep. Forget the band, but it's that song. You've all heard it on the oldies radio. Yep. They are living for today. Look at them. Absolutely. And the, the, this the is show a lot more takes upbeat than, a, in, in than what I thought lines. it was going to be based on like how somber I thought the show was. I thought it was like yeah. a very tragic historical drama. So I wasn't expecting like pachinko party. Yeah, like it, it's kind of wow. both of those things. It is a it's I mean, it's based off of a book. I, I don't know uh how true the events are but it is based on like real things happening in that time like stuff like that and yeah there is a very serious somber side to that but it's also kind of a celebration of that heritage uh korean culture uh japanese culture to some extent in there too um yeah, just surprisingly catchy and like I I, I loved the, the, that show. That was one of my favorite shows that I watched last last year. Incredible. Cannot recommend it enough. So thank you so much for picking that one and forcing me to watch yeah. those opening credits. Those are like I want to see people doing that at a wedding. Put on that yes. song to those dances. Yes, absolutely. You're right. It is celebratory. Absolutely. So that is, I believe, my fifth pick. So we go to the last one to Jack. Oh, my goodness. Pressure's on to pick all of the yes. options that we forgot. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I know that there, there are definitely opening credits that may be more impressive. And I watched a lot of opening credits in preparation for this. But I have to go with something that is simultaneously a bop. And although it may not be warm to some people, it is very personally comforting to me. And I have to go with the Goosebumps TV show theme. Yes! That's a good choice. Yes! Good way Greater to end beware. it. Up. Good, good, and good. I I haven't watched that show in forever, but that was even something I was trying to like rack my brain about. Like, what shows from my childhood mm -hmm. do I vaguely remember? Like, do I dare put the "Are You Afraid of the Dark" opening credits? That was on, on my there? list, or like all that That's Keenan and Kel, right? Um, mm -hmm. All good choices. Man, goosebumps. Oh, so our final lists are I took The X-Files, Yellow Jackets, Stranger Things, Severance, 
and breaking the horror streak, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Kyle, you took Cowboy Bebop, Dark, Bill Nye the Science Guy, The Simpsons, and Pachinko. And Jack took The Sopranos, Roseanne, the sitcom opening credits from Mr. Robot Season 2, Episode 6, Peacemaker, and Goosebumps. Incredible. These are really nice aesthetic summaries of us. Yeah, they're all so different (laughs) from one another. (laughs) Hit me with your honorable mentions. I've got quite a list of mine. Do you do you want to go first? Yeah. Kyle, I thought you might have brought up Fringe. The the opening credits by themselves are they're they're cool. They, They they fit the bill, but it's what Fringe does with Mm-hmm. remixing the same opening credits and using that as an actual narrative tool. Like yeah. if we are doing an episode set in the past, the opening credits change. They're the exact same format, but like the words and the typography of them are different. Depends on the timeline, one of the, many, the universe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They will change colors. They will change designs. The opening credits like are your totem that you cling to and they tell you where you are. Uh, and no yeah. other show really operates like that. Those are really unique. Um, I also thought you might have brought up Mob Psycho 100. Uh, yeah. But if we're taking only one from anime, Cowboy Bebop is correct. Uh, for the old school, like Nick at Night crowd, I wanted to give some respect to The Brady Bunch, a show that has changed how we think about one. the simple geometric pattern of nine squares. Like, none of these yeah. other opening credits have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laverne and Shirley, I've always thought, is great fun. And especially looking back on it now as an adult, I think of Laverne and Shirley. And I think of Mary Tyler Moore throwing her hat up in the air as, like, early models of what it's like to be an unattached adult woman. As I find myself confronting the fact that, okay, I'm not a Carol Brady. I don't have a husband and kids. What am I? I'm a Laverne and Shirley. Like, there's still a place for me. I There were many, Nick and I gave me many strong women to look up to. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, from a late night block, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Ooh, and number one in the hood, G. <laughs> <laughs> I, in Jack's vein of taking the sitcom credits from that one episode of Mr. Robot, I wanted to just take Too Many Cooks. One of sure, my favorite yeah. films nice. ever. I love too many cooks. I watch it frequently. (laughs) And going back to the 90s cartoons, I didn't take any cartoons Mm. on my list. And I thought hard about if I wanted one, what's the one I want? And I'm like, this one is a sleeper. I think the song is underrated. And I think there's something so quietly odd about the visuals that we don't talk about. And that's Arthur. Oh my gosh, how could I forget (laughs) Arthur? I I think the song, like there's other 90s kids cartoon songs that are really funny. Arthur's is just really sincere. What a wonderful kind of day where you can learn to work and play and get along with each other. Like I, I, I go to it as a source of comfort, of wisdom and guidance. And the images, like there's something kind of like duck a muck about them where he's like outside of the form of the opening credits he's like in and out of them he slides across a field that's just everybody's head floating head saying hey 
when they're in the pool and they think it's a shark, but it's just Mr. Ratburn. And he's like, hey, it's like, what is yes. Mr. Ratburn doing here? I like when he tries to take his family's photo and he keeps scooching them all closer together. And they're like, visibly, Arthur, we, we are tired of this. Don't make us do this anymore. Just take the dang when he photo. Yells at, he yells at DW from inside the credits and she yells, hey, back. And then he falls over. Like, <laughs> there's something kind of offbeat and, and quirky yeah. about the opening yeah. credits to Arthur in contrast with how cute and wholesome it also is. Absolutely. So I just had to talk about Arthur. Yes. Those are mine. Thank you. <laughs> right. My runner-ups and honorable mentions, things I didn't get to pick or that we didn't even mention on here uh more like there are some great anime opening credits and stuff like that one of my personal favorites that i didn't actually write down is one of the openings to full metal alchemist brotherhood mm. i think it's like the second one or something I, I didn't do enough to be like it's that one um but if it's not cowboy bebop then it's neon genesis evangelium ah! That mm, one yep. just yeah, yeah, like that one is so iconic, so extra, so this is <laughs> good and wild yeah. and it sets the tone and it's it just man, there's so much happening. Um but yeah, Neon Gen Genesis Evangelion. Uh another one that I had on my list of bops was Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur uh yeah the cartoon is amazing mm. there is so much music and passion and love just in that in the entirety of the cartoon um but we got to talk about the pilot episode on the pilots club and yeah they mix the opening credits into the narrative of the pilot uh and it like it, ah. it, it goes in like yeah she just is going about her day and the opening credits sequence is a part of her day. And then it just keeps like flashing back to that, that one little bit there. Um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Um, other iconic ones, uh, that I, I didn't get, we mentioned friends, of course, yeah. that I'm sure is on lists of mm -hmm. best opening credits of all time. Uh, I, I want to shout out specifically, when Friends came back for a new season and over the break, Courtney Cox had married David Arquette and added a hyphenate Arquette to the end of her name. They did sure. that to everybody's name in like the season premiere credits. So it's her and David Schwimmer Arquette and Matthew Perry Arquette. <laughs> that's uh, great. I still think that's very funny. <laughs> um, I, I guess also this is technically another anime, but Pokemon yeah. Oh my I, gosh! Iconic, iconic. How could I forget I that be one too? The very best, like no one ever was. Um, also very after, high up there. After that, another just incredibly iconic one: X Men, the animated series. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, fantastic i also had batman the animated series that was yep. my other yes. a, a, a animation one besides the simpsons uh and then hidden gems this first one's not really a hidden gem but one that i think people would forget in 
like this, and that's Samurai Jack. Yeah! Samurai Jack. He's awesome. got to get back. Will I am on 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 the the song with that, and then last but not least, the Great Pretender on Netflix, which is also oh, another yes. a, a, anime. That's an end um, credits, isn't it? They no, you... they, they do have an opening credits that's fantastic. The end credits is also great, where they do Why the, do the Great Pretender song. Yeah. Um, but the opening credits has it's it's a mix of Cowboy Bebop and Mad Men and this like Paul Rand style design. It's great. It's so cool. Um, and yeah, I, I when when we covered that on the review show, I remember that being like these opening credits are awesome. This is so good. So those are my runner ups and honorable mm-hmm, mentions. Mm-hmm. Very nice. What about you, Jack? For my honorable mentions or runners up, one that I almost chose because I do have a lot of nostalgia for it is the OC. Mm. It the theme song is California by Phantom Planet, and it is it does set the tone very well for a lot of episodes, but since there's always a cold open before the opening credits, sometimes they are too cheerful following Ugh. what is happening in the cold open. So there will be a very grim cold open. Then all of a sudden, do, 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 <laughs> then like a very early 2000s, you know, montage of people's images and people surfing and everything. So like, <laughs> maybe that doesn't set the tone of the show incredibly well all the time. But I, I do really like those credits. Um, I really like the credits of True Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was on a lot of lists yes. that yes. I, saw, I saw. Those are good. Um, even though these credits would change every season, the credits of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend were always ah. very fun and interesting, and they would always somehow fit with however that season was starting. You know, it would kind of be a recap of either what had happened up to that point or That's cool. where the current's where the character's current mental state was, which I thought was interesting. Um, Parks and Rec, those opening credits are fun and cute. They set the tone very well. And um, also a shout out to Hannah Montana and the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. (laughs) Good. I love when a theme song just explains the plot of the show. Yes, yes. (laughs) What if your life was sweet? Yes. Good stuff. Also, there's I, so there's so many that we missed though that we didn't yes, even I, mention. If I didn't only finish the show last night and I truly had more time to sit with it and prove, yes, this is a theme song that has last a le- uh, left a lasting impression on me, I would have said True Detective. But <laughs> I I almost put that as a runner-up. True, true Detective yep. season one is, yeah, mm-hmm. very, very good. Uh, other ones I can think of off the top of my head, like even the Daredevil show on Netflix. Yeah. Has some really, really, really good ones. Um, man, what else? Law and Order. Like the, the <laughs> like. The, true. Right. That, that, that's all you need. That's all you need. Um, I, I, I thought of even making a, a, a theme that was like 
these ones are infamously bad and that's why they're good uh like lost <laughs> the opening like <laughs> logo reveal of lost is so bad and was not meant to be the opening like right credit. <laughs> JJ Abrams made it himself or something. (laughs) Yeah. I I like that it's like really (laughs) chanky and unnerving. Uh, I think that fits. I I want to shout out the music in the opening credits to Matlock. There you go. Okay. Okay. Please listen to the music from the opening credits to Matlock because even though it's about a nice old man lawyer, it sounds like stripper music to me. (laughs) <laughs> okay there there you go <laughs> please listen to it in that context and tell me if i'm right if you can he- see tassels when you hear matlock next uh fantasy giraffe <laughs> which opening credits would you strip to <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> great oh my god um yeah this is good this was a lot of fun i'm glad we did this because we we came up with this idea like a like over a year ago and we were meaning to do it and it just never happened until now so good stuff good stuff well beyond that i think that wraps our podcast up for the most part here Jack, that is it. thank you once again for joining us. We always love having you on the show. Thank you both so much for having me again. Mm-hmm. I, I love doing these drafts. <laughs> thank it's you for being our official draft correspondent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, who knows what. We'll be up to the who, who knows. Um, but but yeah, that's about it for the Captain's Dog number 250. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? You can add me on Discord, I guess. Like Discord feels like the most permanent way to reach me. I'm at WilkieWit on Discord. Uh, watch too many cooks and think of me. Watch too many cooks in my honor. In lieu of flowers, please watch too many cooks. There you go. There you go. And Jack, where can people find find you online? I would say because social media is so up in the air these days of what will or won't be available in the future that I would say um, follow me on Letterboxd, which is where mm-hmm. I'm currently residing publicly. Good. And I'm Doris underscore doomsday. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on most social media places. If you'd like to stay up to date with all the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are usually just at the Whatnots. We might be at the Whatnots official on some of them, but please go like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty more videos right over there for you to check out. Um, but yeah, this has been a blast. This has been number 250 of the Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.